Today, we talk butt injections, cheating boyfriends, prostitution, Spice Girls, Star Trek, Kaepernick, and more on today's Headlines with Headliners. Headlines with Headliners. I feel like your song is better. Oh, wait! My song is back! Oh, who did this? No, they took the song off that I wanted. Oh, I reported that. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get this back. And I'm watching myself you know in the camera. You know what's funny? I, I, saw, I saw a Nate Instagram TV yes. series he has or something that I'm not in. And he used this he used this beat in the song in the in the trailer. Oh my hey, god. So hey. Okay, headlines with headliners today. I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran all across the board. That means social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Find me, please, at I am Tehran. I say some of the realest stuff on social media. And of course, alongside the wonderful, the lovely, the beautiful. Hey, it's your girl, Kanisha Bussa Bus. You know, the best come from the top of the West. Get in on this. <laughs> I know you like that, TT. Find me at Kanisha is Comedy, K-A-N-I-S-H-A. I have a white mother, so it's spelled phonetically. Also, you can catch me on All Deaf Digital, Everybody Digital, what's getting ready to drop, comedy special, uh, Sirius XM, and be ready because my show's about to drop. I got my own show. We start filming in a week. Yeah, I don't feel like you should call me TT. Let's let's <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's end that real. Let's stop that. Hey, Rewind, let's let stop me that my... real quick. Let's stop let that bus real quick. Throw that TT. Let's, let's not call me TT. Let's yeah. just stick with the Tehran. Let's do All the right. Tehran. Tehran. Yeah, the Tehran. Or the bathrobe heartthrob. Yo, I am bathrobe heartthrob for real. But what's the show that you're taking? It is Kanisha versus John Cena. So it is going to be me doing a various amount of. I guess challenges what you would call them against another comedian and the consequences you're going to have to go to our Instagram to see the consequences for whoever loses and we have some crazy consequences and where do we get to watch the all deaf digital all deaf digital all deaf digital loves you huh yes they do I am pretty much the princess of ADD that's what it is that's that's what it is there's a lot of uh, a lot of content coming out of all deaf digital what's everybody's Everybody Digital is the actor Alan Maldonado. He has a new platform getting ready to drop, and it's for it's like a Netflix for um, movie shorts, like shorts. There's comedy content um, and short films that he has put together. So instead of all deaf digital, it's everybody digital. Yes, two totally separate entities that have nothing to do with it. And you're just digital. And I'm everybody everywhere, and I'm digital. You're digital. Okay. Well, you can find me at the Laugh Factory every Monday and Thursday. At 10, 10, 10 p.m., come through. That's, I'm not digital. It's not digital. We're not digitizing. <laughs> we, I don't, you know. I got a Digimon in my pocket. Digits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might get your digits. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, Nate Jackson six. is on tour. I he think is he's in Japan. In, he's in Japan. Uh, I don't know if that's racist or not. It's but, not. That's a head bow. Uh, that was more. That was more like a. I was showing Mother respect. Teresa prayer. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, uh, well, I had limited space. Oh, okay. okay, but you're you're saying the Kanishiwa. Kanishiwa. Yes. So that's that's culturally sensitive. Yes, it is. But if you had said like Kanishiwa, that would have been racist. Oh man, that I'm just I'm yeah. just trying to differentiate. Yes, it that would have been racist. Good thing you did not do that. Exactly. And that's the thing. What's the line? What's the line between being culturally sensitive and racist? And I'll tell you why I say this. Okay. Have you ever had? A person, a white person who gets more offended by something than you do, and you're yes. offended that they're offended. Yes. And then they are actually offending you by telling you what you should be offended about. Yes. Especially the word like nigga or nigger. Like when, they, when they're when they like, I can't believe this is happening. 
And the most recent exposure I've had to this is the Dave Chappelle oh, special, yes. where a lot of people are standing up for the trans community and the gay community, when a lot of people in the gay community and the trans community thought it was hilarious. Yes. And personally, I didn't find it offensive or not offensive. I thought it could have been a better joke because it was a Dave Chappelle. I yes. felt like he could have just said a better joke, which yes. I really like the Bill Cosby tie-in when he brought that. Yes. But well, you know, it's funny that you would say that because some people get more offended than the person that's actually, quote unquote, being offended. Same thing when the Jamie Foxx at the iHeart Radio Awards had those Caitlyn Jenner jokes that were very, actually, very funny. He didn't complain about it. She didn't complain about it. But everybody else had something to say. And it's like, if the person that I'm talking about, it's comedy. You came to a comedy show, you know you're going to get some type of comedy. Comedy's about, but where does comedy draw the line? Where does comedy become racist or not racist? Because not all comedy is... Okay. That's true. But I feel like, I guess, and I don't know how I'm going to. Kramer at the lab. And exactly. And this is what I'm going to say. And I don't know how I'm going to be seen for saying this, but I feel like when it comes to being a minority, you get certain leeway for saying the things that you want to say versus a non-minority. What's a non-minority? Do I say white? A majority. And and the thing is, it's interesting because minorities or people of color are actually the majority, except somehow... We've the been. construct is that we are the minority. And more importantly, and it has a lot to do with the divide and conquest, yes. if we don't see each other as each other's allies, but yes. as each other's enemies in a lot of ways, unfortunately. But the concept isn't white versus black. Yeah. I don't want to make it a white or black thing. This is just when people get more offended. Yes. I, I get annoyed. I actually get annoyed when certain black people get too offended as well. Yes. I get annoyed. There was a There was a video of a young lady who was mad at someone for wearing dreadlocks, a white person for wearing yes. dreadlocks. And I was, and she was like, that's black, I can't, and was like trying to rip the boy's hair. Oh my god! I was like, why? This is, this is... Well, that's violence. That's a whole other level. This is racism. You are perpetuating racism. This young man is probably the least racist yeah. of all people. Just one of those fun-loving Bob Marley type <laughs> people. And the <laughs> way he Bob. was acting, yeah. you could tell he's one of those peaceful... Yeah. open-minded So they people. might not even be dreads. He could have just not done his hair in a while. Well, no, they were dreads. Okay. He definitely had dreads. But there are people that get offended like that. There's a, also a... Well, the a line is once you start instance. putting your hands on it like that's when you're bringing sure, harm towards somebody. Sure, but even getting offended at that, do you think that's okay? There's a, lot, there's, there's a spray painting on a college wall where a couple of students took it upon themselves to say white girls are no longer allowed to wear hoop earrings. <laughs> to me, you know what? I'm sorry. To me, that's funny. Sure, it's, but it also makes a lot of white students feel uncomfortable. See, yes. we have to take away from that notion that there is no such thing as reverse racism. Now, there is no reverse racism in where it actually affects white people on an entire scale. Yes. As in socioeconomic. The only thing that can happen is their feelings get hurt. That's exactly. the extent of but it. But there is, you, we should be more understanding and encapsulating of all people, not just our people, yeah. but all people. And I wish more people thought that way, where I get offended when people get too offended, and there are times where people don't get offended. Yeah. It's like, it's like we're always walking on eggshells all the time. That is a very true statement. All the time. People are scared to say things on their mind. And the funniest thing to me is I'm more afraid of not the KKK or the neo-Nazis, but the people named Brian or Tom who don't say anything or don't say how they actually think. Oh, yes. And they just subliminally 
It's not even about the subliminal. When they made the, everybody take down their little Confederate flags, I was like, no, leave those up. I need to know what neighborhood and what place. I want to know who don't want me there. I want to know who don't want to mess with me. I want to know who has an issue and has their own set of problems that have nothing to do with me, but they're going to take it out on me anyway. I need to know those things ahead of time. I don't want it to be a, a surprise. You want to know the funniest thing about the Confederate flag? Yeah. There was never a time in the Confederacy that that was their flag. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I love That's it. That's even funnier. That's now, even funnier. That but what it stands the flag, for it, now. But exactly. But it's what it, the, the whole. Well, some people say South. it stands for because the whole South. It, it's because it does, a lot of people yeah. in the South and a lot of people of color in the South actually revere yeah. that flag as well. It's just interesting. But people get offended. People get offended all the time. It's like, to me, it's just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. And just because you're not offended doesn't mean you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. I mean, yeah. there's it, it's just such a tight rope. Are we becoming a. A society of well, it didn't used to be like this. I feel like asses. even yeah, even comedians have less and less freedom, and we used to be the most freedom of speech people there was. But Seinfeld I feel like everything Rock is will making not perform at colleges. Yeah, I wouldn't. I they shouldn't. Everything is so, and I, I think it's the millennials to be honest. And once they took out Red Rover and put head safety in dodgeball, we haven't been the same. They took out Red Rover. Yes, they took it when I was a teacher because I used to be a teacher. They took out Red Rover Why? out of the schools. That it was too dangerous for the kids. Red Rover, Red yeah, Rover. You sent Tehran right over and you had to, that was the livest game of all times. They took it out. We've, it we've made everybody. It was of one all. of the livest jailbreak. games. Jailbreak. Jailbreak oh was the livest game of all time. Did you play Jailbreak? I had never played Jailbreak. So Jailbreak was like a huge game of tag. Yes. Except there was a jail, like a base. Uh-huh. And so whenever you tag a person on the, it was two teams. Yes. And when you would tag the opposing team, they would have to go to the jail. But if I one of their this. free people from that yes, team came. I have. And. Tagged the base and said jailbreak. Everyone would scatter. Yes, but I think we called it something else. I don't know. And look, I love jailbreak. Why jailbreak? I, See, that's so true. Stephen in the booth. I think we called it knows. something else, though. I know this game. Jailbreak was the most else. real game because you would just you would just not expect I, someone. Yes, and then out of nowhere they would jump jailbreak and everyone run. Yeah, and now kids don't even play outside. They don't. They play with video games. And they play video games. One day you're going to open a video because games keep getting more and more real. Yeah. More and more real. One day you're going to open up the box and it's going to be like, go play outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like, it's as real Pokemon as it gets. Go. It's in 3D. You know yeah, well, they got to do something to get these kids outside. But I feel like everybody is just uber sensitive and you just can't do anything anymore. And even when you were talking about the trans community and the gay and lesbian community, they used to be the livest ones. Like that, my, like I said, my grandfather's guy have a lot of friends. that, are, And they just, they the one thing I loved they about it is they live. didn't, they're live, but they didn't, they didn't get offended. So what? Think what you want to think. I, nobody cares. And that, I just feel like everybody got so sensitive. No, no, it no. took the fun I, out of it. I agree with a lot of things. And I actually wish that the black community followed in the path of the LGBT community because every week there's another word that is derogatory to the that LGBT they can't community use. that you're not yes. allowed to use. And the thing is, the black black community, we've been trying to ban nigger for the past 50 years with nothing. Maybe we should start calling gay people nigger because they're very good as a community yes, they are. on getting together and uniting yeah. for a cause. And I actually I actually respect and admire the that quality within yes. the LGBT community. I'm I'm a huge supporter of the LGBTQ community myself, and I'm a huge supporter of the Black community as well. Yeah. So I, as a person who loves social activism and loves being involved and loves justice, and it doesn't matter. I, love I feel about justice, and it's not just justice for the things that I like, but it's also for the things that I don't like. Yeah. Because I often say that if you don't believe in freedom of speech for the people you disdain, you do not actually mm -hmm. believe in freedom of speech. So I love the unity that's created in the LGBTQ yeah. community. What I don't like is this social structure of being offended 
that's in not just one community, but it's across the Every, board right I'm now. I'm so offended. I'm so offended. I'm so Everything's offended. Offend, everything's offensive. And I get even the most offensive when someone who is not the intended victim of the offense is the offended person to the point where they lecture you on how you should be offended. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, damn, really, nigga? Like, <laughs> why don't you let me determine what yeah. offends me? Yeah. And you determine what offends you. Yeah. And we can have a discussion. We can have a discussion. But just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. And that's how I feel. Now, I'll tell you one person who was very, very wrong. Uh, story number one, a fake doctor goes mm. to jail for selling fake butt injections with deadly consequences. Uh, you might have heard of this. Miami's O'Neal Ron Morris, a member of the transgender community, yes. 36, nicknamed the toxic tush doctor. Well, she will spend 10 years in jail for using a combination of super glue, silicone, mineral oil, and fix-a-flat. Uh, let me say that again. Super glue, silicone, silicone, mineral oil, and fix a flat to enlarge women's butts and causing some to die from mm-hmm. infection, pleading guilty to manslaughter and fraud. Uh, Shatarka Newby, 31, died after receiving at least 10 injections from Morris between 2007 and 2010. She had paid approximately $2,000 per injection. Now, this is a picture of O'Neill in court. Uh, O'Neill has a very large but in fact it's actually an uncomfortable butt to look at and that smile just looks like the shadiest smile to me and that's what i have the biggest problem because you have killed these women you have defamed these women is that what you call it demain no. defamed what is it what's that word For defrauded no 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 when you demain somebody when you mess up somebody's name yeah i guess that's the word i feel like i'm defamed looking for is when you uh, when you basically are, are liable say something that's yes. inflammatory about a person okay you put them down all right okay and ruin their reputation. Okay, thank you. I, I needed clarity on that, guy. But I just want to know, you're talking about hurt them? Yes, like you, you... Now, what am I... You know, I got... You First of all, you already know I got ADHD real we, bad. When we you know you can't spell me, independent. And I can't, <laughs> I can't spell independent if I write it down. Sure. I-N-D... We're not going to okay. do that today. But this is my thing. For her to be grinning, knowing that she killed someone, knowing that she's ruined these people's bodies for life, knowing that she ruined her own body for life, because her, her face, her butt, her everything is ridiculous. But it also goes to show society has put so much pressure on people to have these perfect bodies that they are dying for it. And Kendrick Lamar just came out with a song. Be Humble. Be Humble. Such a good song where Great he said video. oh the video was fantastic the but video is amazing over having all these things he said i'd rather have a regular butt with stretch marks and women ate him to shreds and ridiculed him to shreds and it's like perfect example of people being offended just to be offended to be offended he's saying i would rather have a natural looking woman and they're like you are putting down women. That, yeah. That's what they're going for. For being yourself or because there's there's women dying right now. Maybe that verse might have saved somebody's life from them going to not be able to afford the bodies that you see everybody have. You watch the Kardashians. They have Kardashian money to create those bodies. You're watching these strippers. They're making $30,000 a night. They have that money. If you're a cashier at Walmart. Let's not advocate stripping to the. I'm just saying. I'm. Uh, <laughs> you guys, let me tell you something about having me. the you right and being me, right are rap. not the same thing. Having a right and being right are not the I same thing. I enjoy that very much. Thank you from the booth. Here's the thing: um, when it comes to, I have no problems with women who want to aesthetically aesthetically please themselves, meaning that they want to go out and get specific surgeries on whatever mm-hmm. parts of their body. It is your right. The same way I feel like 
abortions are your right, whatever, I understand. It's not my prerogative, but I understand it may be yours. As long as you do it for the right reason. Yes. If you're doing it because you want to, that's different than you're doing it because you think other people want you to. Yes. And that's what we see a lot of young women going and altering their bodies and not feeling secure and confident in who they are because they think that they have this expectation that the outside world perceives mm -hmm. of them and for them to live up to. And I cannot agree to that. I will agree to being the best you that you can possibly be for you. Yes. For you. For yourself. If you feel better, if you get a breast job, more power to you. If you feel better, if you get a butt job, more power to you. However, know that there may be consequences to your actions. And more, furthermore, do it because you want to do yes. it. But not because you want to live up to this unrealistic standard that is being provided by us through media and programming. Because there is, there yes. is this standard of beauty that doesn't actually exist. And even the women that you think they exist for, it, it does not. I've seen these women in, in real life. I've seen the Kim Kardashians. And as beautiful as they are, they're way more beautiful on Instagram. Think about how much more fun your life looks on Instagram than in real life. Oh, yeah. Social media has upgraded. And listen, if it was so cracking, they wouldn't have all these filters. It's filters to make you look unrealistic. Me on Valencia is a whole nother me. You know, I will catfish you with a Valencia filter. You hear me? Like, it makes you flawless. There are some pictures of you that I'm like... I know you in real life. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I It is. Photoshop. All my Photoshop pictures. I got full teeth. I don't even have these little teeth. Like, everything is Photoshopped. And I had just seen, um, I wish I could remember the model's name, but one of the girls tweeted a picture of her and added her and was like, I wish I could look this flawless when I wake up in the morning. And it was the model in the bed. And the model had tweeted her back. She said, honey, I got on uh, uh, bladed eyebrows, lash extensions, and a light foundation. She said, I don't even look like this. That's amazing. And I love that she told her that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But this right here is just absolutely ridiculous. Well, there's and a I, crime. There was a crime being committed. This is a crime. Uh, 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 committed the fact that uh, O'Neal Morris decided to defraud these women by explaining to them that by by making them feel like these were safe butt injections, which are not a cheap procedure. First of all, fix a flat. This is the thing. Which I, is hilarious. That's actually kind of genius. The, yes. Like, you got a flat ass, so I'm going to use fix a flat. But this is what you guys have hilarious. to understand, which I what I don't get. We're looking at this picture. She's looked like this. There's no way in hell I'm walking into your office, and you look like a clown dog, and you're about to do any type of procedure on me. That's the thing, too. She Because she's... Look at her. Yeah, she, she does. If I don't want to look like you, I would not get... Yes. A procedure done by you. The, I, I and that's that. the that's the thing. It's like, well, you're. But I don't the understand. price was right because these injections can cost and that's twice or three times more. Well, they so cost a lot. They were trying to trying to save and, money. But and I think that's why, like a lot of top uh, plastic surgeons and stuff now have payment plans to avoid botchery like this because so many people are getting botched left and right because there's a whole show botched. And, yeah. and the interesting thing is, I have this equation that there are three things: you can get something fast, you can get something cheap. You can get something good. Yes. You can only get them two of the out of the three. You can never have all three at the Fast, same time. Fast, cheap, and good. Fast, cheap, and good. So oh, something can be... Sorry. It's Kanisha. Not it's not cheap. Never mind. Fast and cheap. Something <laughs> yes. can be good and fast. Something could be good and cheap. Something can be good and... Uh, can be fast and good. The point is, you can have two of the three, but you cannot have all three. So if something's fast, good, and cheap, that's when it's not what you think it is. Uh, yeah. 
So you can get something that's, that's fast and cheap. You pay for something, you get it really fast, you get it really inexpensively, but it's not really good. You can get something good and fast. You paid a lot of money and it came to you quickly and it's ready to go and it's very good, but you paid for it. Yeah. You can get something good and cheap. You got something inexpensive. It's very good quality, but you had to wait a bit. You had to like put in the it. time. But you cannot, cannot get something all it's three at the same time. What I'm wondering, I bet you she's going to make one hell of a spread in jail. She's good at mixtures. It's interesting. Uh, I, interesting. It's interesting, mm. and it's unfortunate that Shatarka Nubi and others... She should get extra time for smiling in court. I feel like when you do a heinous-type crime, and th- this is crazy to me, I feel like if you're grinning in court and you don't show no remorse, then you need some extra time. And Can that's I say something, though? Yeah. I'm a grinner, okay? <laughs> so when things are bad or something's happening, I just turn, tend to smirk, naturally. Okay. And I tend to well, laugh at time. uncomfortable situations sometimes. One time I was in a very uncomfortable situation. I couldn't stop laughing. Well, the laughing is there. I laugh under pressure. I, I, to this day, everybody, all the teachers at my high school really hated me because my junior year, they brought the people, the NAACP basically hates me in Washington. And I was just 17 years okay, old. Okay, Rachel Dolezal, what happened? Well, let me tell you. I'm going to tell you the story real quick. I, when I'm, you kind of look like Rachel Dolezal. On I kind of okay. look like I'm going to slap you. So okay. Okay. <laughs> um, they brought in the NAACP and they were doing this Black History Month stuff and they had the nerve to play a group of students, the original tape, right when people found out Dr. King had got killed. So it's playing and all I hear is this lady go, oh, they didn't kill the king and i was sad hold on so this is a replay of a historical yes they have the video like audio from it and then they played and a lady goes oh they didn't kill the king and i'm sitting there trying not to laugh but i feel but and then i just start crying laughing in the whole they couldn't get us to stop laughing i got kicked out to the to this day the naacp does not like me up there because i ruined and and it was intense like i was crying you know your eyes are teary and you're watching kill king and all this and then somebody said something so awkward and i just (laughs) i laugh at my grandma's funeral too i just laugh and just a laugher so that's what i'm saying so sometimes you just you but that's not a laugh that's a that's a that looks like a smirk but we also are taking a picture out of context which is a very dangerous thing to do it is so we don't know what was going on this is a picture of one of the botched botched Mm -mm -mm. people who was injected and this is actually difficult to look at for me because it's because it's your face. It's the it first is. thing that people say. It's your it's your entry into a room. It's your yeah. first impression, and not being happy with what you already had and want to go change it is worse than what you started out with. And I hate to I, I hate for that to happen to anybody. I hate for that to happen to anybody. It's I mean it's it looks like she got beat up. My thing is, after one or two clients, like I would be taking pictures, spreading the word. I would be, I would be outside her office every day. I'm just crazy. It took so long to take her down, and so many clients. Yeah, but it's Florida. Remember the young boy that was oh, pretending yes. to be a doctor in Florida? He got caught twice. Yeah, he got caught twice, and he was like 19. Yeah, he gave me a breast exam when I was down there. I was <laughs> upset. I said, "Hold on, doctor, that ain't even." I came in for a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> Story number two, and this one I felt might connect with you a little better. A man got Uber caught when his Uber driver girlfriend found out he was cheating by giving his side chick an Uber ride to his place. This yes. really happened. Uh, Brianna Shack, known more affectionately online as Uber Bay because of pictures like this and other sexy pictures that she posts, and or Miss Ixlea, um, M-S-I-X-E. L-A-A, as if she needs more followers, posted tweets detailing the adventure and the lies her boyfriend told. Since then, the story has gone viral online. This is a picture of Uber Bay. Can we get Can we get the uh, Uber Bay picture? The red one? Yeah, post that. Post the... Uh- 
He was uber stupid. <laughs> See, you say that, but you show me, first of all, those are amazing breasts. Second of all, they, I, I, well, someone has to say. Yeah. Second of all, second of all, you can go to the show queen. me the hottest girl in the world and I will show you a guy who's tired of fucking her. Like, it's, it becomes a thing. Yeah, Halle Berry? What are you talking about? It she becomes a thing. Every- well, that's Halle Berry and also possibly Halle Berry's attitude has a lot to play with that. But guys will get tired. It's just like even if we yeah. have our dream car, we want another car. So... Am I saying girls are like cars? No. Am I saying that guys think mentally that girls are like cars? Yeah, a lot I, of guys do. You don't have to do. say it to me. There's nothing better than a man than a new man to me. What do you, I get tired of dudes every two See, weeks? See, that's what I mean. So she went on Twitter and posted it. We in the car and we just riding. She telling me about herself. I let her help herself to my damn water in my backseat. Next tweet. So I drive for Uber while I just pick up this girl up and drop her off to a dick appointment. And the dick appointment was my man's house. Upside down smiley face. Next tweet. She put the apartment complex address, not the actual apartment number. Please shut up. Oh my God. Next tweet. My man told me he was going to NY to see his mom. She's in the hospital and he had luggage packed and everything. I stayed with him the night before. Next tweet. Hilarious. We parted ways earlier this morning from his apartment. He got in his car and I got in mine. He drove off like he was going to the airport. I hope she ain't tweeting and driving. Keep going. Next tweet. At fast forward to an hour ago. I pick a girl up in the airport. She puts the apartment complex in the GPS. She says she's here to visit. Next tweet. And this is all happening online as yes. it's going. Her boyfriend, and she's so excited. She hasn't seen him in forever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm relating. I'm like, yeah, my man just left out of town. Next tweet. And, and, okay, and then that, and it goes back into the story. So yes. this has gone super viral. This has gone super viral, right? Yes. Can we get another picture of uh, the one in the gray? But this is the thing. Why can't we get this good? We're but not why are you? Why are you? Up? Why because, are you upset about that picture? I mean, she did put it on the internet, but this is the you thing. You have pictures like that yourself. Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. So minus the stomach being in the picture. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> She, not only the update on this is, the mom comes to serve her and says that if she posts another picture of the boy or mentions the boy's name, that they're going to sue her and that they're going to have her arrested. So the mother sent the, the police over to the house. And apparently when she drove off, she kept the girl's bag. And so she finally gave the bag back or whatever. But yeah, uh, now the- well, it is. It could be libel and. Yeah, it, it, it could be slanderous. It just depends on how it goes because we don't know the whole story. We're yeah. hearing the story from one side. Yeah, we're definitely hearing the story from one side. But if you pick up a girl, the, there's not much to the story as far as you pretended like you went out of town. I picked up your side piece and dropped her off at the house. Allegedly, that that's the freedom of my life. That's my relationship. I can talk about it. Now, p- maybe posting the boy's picture or home address or something like that, that's going a little bit far. But we've been dating and this is, this is what happened. I feel like I have the right to tell people what happened. I didn't make anything up. This isn't a false story. Story. Or it is. We don't know. We don't know how. Well, I thought if, it was crazy until the mom and all what that. If she she was, up. What if she was the one night stand and then she's taking it to this far? You we, you know crazy girls. Now, I'm not blaming her. I don't know the story. What I'm saying is I'm playing devil's advocate and saying that there are two sides to every story and then there's the truth. There's no way the one night stand, if, she, if he's doing all these theatrics for her, oh, my mom's sick, uh, he, she's helping him pack, he fake drove off. You don't have to do Sometimes all that. Sometimes you have to do theatrics for the crazy one night stand who... She's she not. Might be, she, see, here's the thing about a couple. Here's the thing. Uh, oftentimes, the side chick thinks she's the main chick, but she's not. She's actually the side chick. 
And so she thinks she gets main chick privileges. Yeah, well, he was wrong. But when you're way. hanging out February 12th, because he's in the office on the 14th, you might want to reconsider who your position in his life. I'm just saying. Well, this is the and thing. And I'm not saying okay. he's right. If this is true, he's not right. She, she has all the right to exploit the story as much as she wants. Yeah. I mean, I wish a story like this happened to me. And well, I drive viral. Uber I and I have stuff like this happen all the time. Not as far as one of my dudes getting in, but I did an Uber pool and I picked up the mom and uh, the the ex-girlfriend and we were on the way to pick up the baby's mom. One was the baby's mom and one was a new girlfriend. But and it was Uber pool and before I could get out, the passenger had jumped out. This was an Uber pool. Just I was like, I know this. She's not getting in the car. Jump out. And I'm honking. Just get in. We'll leave her. We'll leave her. They're getting into it. So I've Drop one off, cancel the other ride, and took off. I still to this day don't know what happened. I was like, I'm not about to be in the middle of this. I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, stuff like that, like Uber is crazy. Stuff like that does happen. But the great thing about social media, she's a beautiful young girl. She's funny. She has an amazing body. She is going to have so many men to choose from after this. And you know how celebrities do. They like to pick up the whatever's hot. So she might get her a little baller and just, you know, this might change your life. And I know she need to clean up um, in the background. All them clothes on the clean floor. Up. She need to clean up. Yeah, girls need to be more aware of that selfie the, when the, they're taking like the background. They'll, they'll take selfies and like you know in the bathroom and yes, like those little dude still in the toilet. Breasts, Come on, though. let's I close just... that up. Uh, I would like to say that if this is true, I think it's interesting that we now live in a world where social media becomes the judge, jury, and executioner. Yes. So we put things out in the public eye before we even are able to disseminate the information and feel mm-hmm. it for ourselves there's billboards right now have you seen this man he owes child support i don't know oh if you've my heels like 20 million dollars in child support Apparently, I know exactly now i don't know if this is a real thing or a publicity thing i don't know i yeah. don't know because i actually know a person that looks exactly like yes. this kid and i've always been like uh you owe yeah well, but it's ahead. interesting it's just interesting it, that it now is. it's the court of public opinion well the same thing with the to judge a murderer or whatever on Netflix now we're gonna give him a retrial because a yeah everybody's upset or over this guy he goes please Olivia Blanks please take me back I seen the billboard and was like oh he did all this you should go ahead and take him back for all I know she's been getting choked out for the last <laughs> 20 years but out seeing the billboard I'm like oh I go think ahead and I'm pretty sure chance. that's Drake's dad by the way hilarious I'm 99% <laughs> sure I'm not kidding I'm pretty sure that's Drake's dad yeah but the, this is the thing about her. This is the difference between me and her. And and this could have gone super violent. This could have gone really, really bad. She could have let both of them go in there and went back and got a gun and shot somebody. Like, you guys got to be careful. But me, I would have helped her with the bags. I would have been the She one kept the gonna... bags, which is also, that's a that's a dangerous thing. It is a dangerous thing. That's but robbery. Me, oh, I wouldn't have kept. No, we would all, let me help you with your luggage. Hello. Smack. We would have kept. And then the cold parties, they wouldn't even been able to get rid of me. I would have been in the bed. <laughs> I would have been eating noodles. What we doing, huh? I would have acted a fool because what it's What we over. doing? What we doing? Oh, let's, come on now. I didn't kick in the door. Too. Have, you, have you ever got, have you caught a guy? Oh, yeah. Did, didn't you have a very similar situation yes, where you. I kicked open the door. Yeah. No, no, no. That oh. you decided to take it to the court of public opinion. Wasn't there a viral video that you had? Oh, gosh. I have same dude, too, huh? This is what happens when you forgive. You relive. Oh, that's my new slogan. If you forgive, you're going to relive. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let me forget that. Huh. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, there was an individual of mine that is my ex and a girl that he swore, oh, you don't got to worry about her. I've never liked her. Well, women, we know from the jump when somebody likes your man. But he was silly enough to make a video of him, her, and this cucumber. Um, and they were doing all type of fun things. And so I decided to let the rest of the How'd world see How'd you find the video? Um, I was dropping him off um, at um, work. 
And something in my heart told me to open up this little thing because he had just got a new phone. And I pulled the BlackBerry out. And I'm telling you, women's intuition. He got a new phone? He got a new phone. So he left the old phone in the in the car in this compartment we've had this car for three years i ain't never seen this compartment and something was like open it and the phone came out and usually women we go to text messages or pictures something in my heart said go to the videos I'm like oh you ain't never said go to the videos before <laughs> and i'm looking i'm like i know this ain't my house because i had already moved to la and he still lived there so i was flying back and forth until he moved here i'm like i know this ain't my bed i know these ain't my cucumbers so i was about to make a salad like what's going on Oh, they're nasty videos too. So um, I had a performance that night. So he still came and uh, brother Nate Jackson has seen the videos. He even told him, he was like, man, I don't think you should be here. Cause you know, she about the black. She was like, I love her. I got to get her back. So he sat right there, his whole family there, everybody. And I revealed it to the, Hey, every, ladies and gentlemen in the mid uh, middle of my set, let them know what happened. Pass the phone around everybody. And I'll be showing afterwards and for a year. Um, everybody got to see those videos and, and she called, called him cucumber man cucumber man and she called him crying and I'm like she was like tell her to stop with the videos and he was like <laughs> he said it's your fault you knew she was crazy when you messed with me you should have never messed with me hung up on her and kept trying to get back with me forever so it uh but and you, that, and you felt a little satisfied when he did that, I feel. Even I did. did. Yeah, he was like, that's, that's what you get. And the crazy part is we're still friends to this day. And, um, I mean, we, we weren't formidable. But we're still friends. And she could have went and got the cops on you. Well, she couldn't it. have because she didn't have proof because I didn't post it anywhere. But people had seen it, and all she needed was witnesses. Well, it was in my house, so she shouldn't have been in my house. Did he invite her in? Nope. She broke in. No, we got, first, you know, the crazy love. part is when, because we all three wait on the phone and, and because, you know, men love to tell lies. And he was like, no, she was drunk and she begged me. And then she did it. And so all these things that he's telling me. And of course, when they're trying to keep the main one, they'll bust anybody out. So she's on the phone listening to him lie. I didn't want her there. Did it. She's like, you guys are both crazy. And hung the phone up because he's not cooperating with anything that she's saying. But me, I, I know what it is. It's all right. I'm like, oh, this uh, is goofy. Well, that's interesting. I have a story. Allegedly. I never showed anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a story like that. They found it. Where? No. No, I don't. Okay. Oh. No, I don't. I don't have a story like I just don't. I don't. Nothing like this has ever happened to me. I, there's no situation. What's the statute of limitations no on this? <laughs> Ten years. Really? Possibly. Possibly way less. Maybe five? You're fine. It's been. I think you'll be good. It's been six, seven? Hmm. We we didn't say names. You didn't say anything. It could be a coincidental. You, I'm. I you actually do have this like happened this? three separate times. This has happened to you a lot. So it, it has. So matter. two times I never showed it. Story number three: <laughs> a prostitution ring involving your ex's ex. No, hey, it a prostitution did. ring involving students from University of Miami and Florida uh, International University was uncovered mm -hmm. this past weekend when two University of Miami students, Acacia Friedman and Maury Noun, along with FIU student Samara Charlton were, and their name was Charlton, kind of sounds, anyway, uh, were charged with prostitution and abetting prostitution along with drug possession. Judge Mindy Glazer ordered Charlton to stay away from the other two students and stated, you're a smart girl, and if you want to see age 20, you need to find a new line of employment. The reason that's important, Acacia is 23, Maury's 21, and S Samara was 19. Which one's Samara? Uh, I'm going to go with Samara is on the right. Maury's in the middle. Acacia is on the left. Yeah. Because if only Maury could be the smart girl. Anyway, why couldn't these be two intelligent young ladies that need to get their lives together? Anyway, I have a personal problem I actually with had that. a problem with that as well. I actually thought that when I heard this story as well is why was this 
particular young lady told she was a smart person who could get her life together at the age of 19, uh, even though she's young and very beautiful, especially in yes. this picture. My problem isn't that I, I just want to make sure that it was said to both young ladies and, and not yes. just to one young lady who happened to be well, the white Well, if you go, one. hey, if you want to see 20, 23 is young. You're you're both beautiful. You're incredible. You're smart. Let's finish school. Both of you find a different Actually, light of the You know work. what? I, I have, here's my qualm. Yes. Here's my qualm. Do you think, let's start at this point. Okay. Prostitution should be illegal. Yeah, that's a tough one, right? This is the th That's a tough game to play. It is because... And why is the police it's, having undercover stings with stuff like this when there's so much real stuff going? Like, let's clean up murder first. Let's stop well, things like this, this. And this is the thing when it comes to to prostitution. Yes, there's so many underground prostitutions where they're kidnapping children, and sex that's trafficking, exactly what's the going youth, on in DC. All that. Find stuff. Our I feel girls. like these are. The, Exactly. Two separate, two separate things. When you have when you the sex trafficking of children and things like that, or kidnapping grown women, anything. I think that is absolutely the lowest it's form. Horrible. It's disgusting. disgusting. It's horrible. It's everything deplorable. Else. When you have women who decide and they want to do this, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to live my life. Um, By the way, they were charging five thousand dollars. I feel like well, they're damn, because like, all I'm yeah. getting is Applebee's and Netflix and like Netflix and chill. Yeah, you know you're what I'm saying? Hard dick and bubble gum. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, so why, if if I decide that, like, there's a girl who just sold her virginity for two million. Yeah, I, saw I lost that. my virginity to a dude in a gang called Polo. Players only live once. Yeah. Okay, all we did was go to the movies. He took me back Polo. to his grandma's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I, I would have did it for 2500 this is you know what i'm play. saying like here here's my thing now while i do not personally agree with their lifestyle choices yes right because i'm not a fan of selling sex yes. i'm not because of not just moral reasons but also because of health reasons and also because of safety concerns and i do not like while everyone is so quick to use the word whore derogatory yeah. and pimp as if it's something good, I think pimps are the lowest form of yes, life. Yes, I do. You're using women, especially the pimps that do so. Now, there are people who are just orchestrators. That's different. Yes. Those are people who everyone is doing well. They're getting, a, it's like an agent fee. I understand that business concept. I do not ever understand pimps who berate and degrade the women and take their money. Let's talk money about that. And, and basically, you're, the, you're scum of the earth. Okay. And I think if you're going to do it, a high price prostitution, well, escort. They're not even considered prostitution at escort, some point. Like it's a, it's a, a escort, thing. escort service and things like that. But $5,000, I mean, as a woman, I'm like, that $5,000 a pop. You know how much, do you know how much money I would have yeah. if I charged? If you could. 5000 per people I slept with, I literally probably would have $80 billion. Like, and my <laughs> thing is this. My thing is this. I don't know if it was their decision. I think 19 is a little young, but it's also a grown up. We can't. We can't have it both ways. Are they paying for school, at least? And that's what I think it comes down to. School is so expensive that this this, this. is the way they thought it's out. Have you never been in a situation where you're like, uh, you know what? It might actually be beneficial if I get hit by another car just to be able to pay. Yes. Like, it's a real one thing. One of my sorority sisters was a stripper in college. And this is when it was very taboo. And one of the boys found out and blackmailed her for money the entire rest of the time we were in college because it was just so taboo at the time that she didn't want anybody to find out. And she was just paying for school. And the minute Isn't we got Isn't Portland, school, Oregon, which is close to Seattle, like, the stripper capital yes it is Portland? yes it is but yeah he found out and had blackmailed her um but it was only to pay for school and you everybody remembers the time stripping to get through college like that was the big 
the big thing. And now school so much. Now you can't just strip. You got to toss it back at somebody. $5,000, which I mean, school loans and living in school no, and, no, and the lifestyle that everyone understands and social media and things like that. I'm saying what she charged. 5000 No, charged I'm just five. saying that's what I owe. Yeah. Matter of fact, if anybody's listening, 36000 <laughs> to help me get rid of these loans. I, I come cook, clean, do your kids' homework, <laughs> yeah. vacuum, mow the lawn, take out the trash. And suck your dick. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, it's just hilarious. <laughs> So. Listen, here's the thing. Money has become such a focal point of what we think and what we need and how to live, especially for young people. Like, there was a time you'd be young, no one expected you to wear Hermes no. and this and that. No. Now it's like everything, the little yachties, and you got to keep up with the 21 Savages, and you have to live a lifestyle that's way beyond your means. I was just on a seems co- like- college campus, and they got on heels and makeup. And I said, I remember when we were in college, and we were going to the parties. We just had on jean shorts and some freaking tennis shoes. Contempo casuals, yes, man, you were balling. Man, it wasn't, and it was no face full. Makeup was for the weekend, and if you went out. Now, makeup's expensive. Uh, jewelry's expensive. All these things that I wasn't even thinking about, but it's not even just college. These high school High school kids. It is a fashion show. I be looking at my niece like she is more decked out than I've ever been in my life, and I don't. And I know she's boosting and stealing and doing because my sister is broke. So I know they she's have doing to be. All the, how do they? How, how do, do they, they keep get up? The funds? How do they keep up? Keeping up with the Joneses will get you caught up in a prostitution. And I'm not suggesting this is what anybody does at all. Please find another way. You make jewelry and and sell it. Well, when they say you know, the average stripper makes one hundred twenty thousand dollars. I mean that's that's hard because the average lawyer makes forty thousand, which is crazy. And I and I hate to say that's why the Lord won't let me get skinny because I will be Drake will have busting it wide open. I'll be upside down, flipping glitter, popping out of my ass. I'll be doing the most. Okay, story number four. (laughs) Uh, We brought her up randomly today, but Spice Girl Mel B said she did not tell him uh, and what she really, really, really want when her ex husband would allegedly beat her and blackmailed her into threesomes. The former Spice Girl and America's Got Talent host alleges a vicious cycle of physical and emotional abuse at the hands of her estranged ex-husband, producer Stephen Belafonte. Hmm. Several public warnings have arisen, such as 2014 episode of of Got Talent, which Mel B did not appear, stating she was sick, she had illness, uh, followed by her appearance the next day where she had bruises on her arms and body, speculation, and she denied these allegations. Belafonte has also allegedly... uh, been responsible for getting the nanny pregnant, pulled a Schwarzenegger, mm. and, and making the nanny accept he was smart, made the nanny get an abortion. So she he threatens to release sex tapes of Mel B. Belafonte has been charged with domestic violence in the past as well. In 2003, Nicole Contreras, his, ex, uh, his ex-girlfriend, and in 2001, his ex-wife, Nancy Carmel. After denying the allegations for years, B currently has a restraining order against Belafonte. Belafonte vehemently denies all charges of course he would of course he, see and here's the thing first of all i think when we remember we talking about pimps and they're the lowest form of yeah. life men who beat women also in that category yeah well, I'm, pimps I'm, beat you're women. disgusting you're disgusting you're just yes. you're not a man number two uh this is obviously a reoccurring thing he's done this He's done this for sure in 2001 and 2003. He's been yeah. charged with this. He's been found. This. this time he's denying it again. He's been charged with beating a duck to death with a brick. That is a true story. This is this is a person who has a vicious cycle yes. of this pattern. This is a pattern. There's a lot of red flags. My question is this. Number one. 
how do these niggas get girls? Like, I need to get <laughs> girls like that. Like, if you're, a, if Mel B's putting up with it, like, Mel, hit me up, yo. I'll hit you. You know what I mean? No, like, you won't. I, I won't, but I mean, I'll try. I love Mel B. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, what, and they're always good looking. Like, why are you getting these good looking girls? But if you ask a lot of men, stuff. too, these super beautiful women usually are the most insecure and have a lot of issues. Really? Too. Because none of them are putting, like, I, like, <laughs> that's I mean, just what it like, is. Like, when it's, you it's, able to hit, like, blackmailing into threesomes, I'll you know, and this is what I have right. The minute you said that to me, this is what I need to know about these threesomes. Is it two guys or is it another girl? Because with the two guys, that's rape. Like that's a rape, rape. But with the girl, it's just I would just lay. Like I'm trying to envision somebody blackmailing me in it because can you show your, the picture of Stephen? Uh, your Stephen body naturally fights Belafonte. and can't enjoy. You know Look what I'm at, saying? Can you get a close up on his face? He looks like a womanizing beater. But can we go back to this? Because the third party involved, when you know when somebody, especially as a woman, when somebody is not down for something and it's and maybe she took some pills and got really drunk to force herself. But as another person walking into a situation of that male or female, you can always tell when that other person is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable and you don't want to be there and you're like still doing it. I don't yes. know. I just think that's it's... that's like look black at him. look at them. Blackmailing. Oh, cuz it's the it's the it's the eyes. Oh, mother I don't trust men with colored eyes. Colored eyes with black men with colored yeah, eyes. Yeah, I don't trust. Some about that don't sit well Especially with me anyway. Especially when it's blue. Like yeah, it's they green, think they can do too much. But, but that blue, oh, he think he is Don Dada. Yeah. A black men with blue eyes, oh, you can't tell them nothing. Yeah, I'm I Latino mean, men with blue eyes, you can't tell them nothing. I'm just saying like here's my thing like why are you nice guys finish last that is the truth and if you are a nice guy you probably will figure that out but since you're not we need to ask a nice guy <laughs> I'm a nice guy but yeah you're you're an okay guy I'm, uh, a, I'm a nice guy you're you're okay I'm a cool guy you're a cool guy I'm not a why am I not a nice guy you're just not <laughs> how am I not nice what do I do that's not I right? wouldn't I wouldn't date you because I don't feel like I would be emotionally fulfilled and nice guys are very emotionally fulfilling and you just don't have that I'm a lot I'm you. a logical person you I see? may not be as emotionally charged yes. as some people. Maybe at times I'm emotionally unavailable. Yes. I just need to find a nice, wonderful woman. That doesn't you know, require all that. Who is willing to put up with an emotionally unavailable person who's willing to pay rent, loves anal, cooking, cleaning. You know what I'm saying? Threesomes, and I don't even have to blackmail them. <laughs> I just want to do like normal, simple things. Why? Why? And you're saying, why? Like, you'll never find that person? Really? Because. This yeah, man found well, three girls that he can just hit around, and then they finally like but, go when you go too far. Like if it was just little hits, they'd have been like. But it's this fine. is the thing with um, abusive men is they're very emotionally available. It's the craziest thing, and they give a women a lot of it. And I don't want to say oh daddy issues, but I do have them, and and that love that they give you it feels some type of void. And so you'll stay and you'll hold on to that. And they love you so well that you'll always remember all those good times and you'll try to overlook this. And it's a weird, it's a weird cycle. And you're like, oh, well, he has issues and and, and I want to love him past his pain and something happened to make him like this. And women make a lot of excuses for that, for that love that they get and they want to return and I want to help him and I care about him because at one point for you to get married, you love this man. And unfortunately, a lot of people, when they get married, that's when the abuse starts. They didn't even see it coming and it hits them like a truck. And a lot of women Literally. take, shut up. <laughs> and a lot of women take that, that blame and that responsibility. And that's why there's so many undocumented abuse situations and they don't go anywhere because women, unfortunately, blame themselves. Something must have happened. Something, it's interesting you, know what I'm you say that because I often say that when a guy and a girl into a fight and it's the guy's fault, the guy says, I'm sorry. But what he's really thinking is, it's your fault. And the girl is yelling, but what she's really thinking is, it's my fault. Like, yeah. she still blames herself somehow, too. And it's just interesting, this dichotomy. And as it, 
I, I believe very heavily in gender equality, but yeah. I also believe in chivalry. And I believe that men should be gentlemen and that they should treat women with kindness and care and take care of women and be protective of women, not just your women, but of all women. Yeah. That, that should be the fulfillment of men on this planet is that we take care of our women. And it's just, it's heartbreaking for me when I see that men are mm. mean to women. It's just, I don't even remember. I, I, and that's I've never why I love you. I don't woman. I just I might not talk to you. You're the type though that wouldn't say anything and make me rip my head off. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I, you know what? This is my this is the thing. Yes. I'll tell you one thing I do in an argument though. Because some girls will be like, "You don't understand. You don't understand." And I'm like, oh, "Look, bitch, let me explain something." Okay? I graduated valedictorian in school, you know? I was yes. valedictorian. All right. I have a double undergrad in government international politics and communications, minor in religious philosophical studies. I got an almost perfect SAT. I have a 157 IQ. I'm a member of Mensa, okay? Then I went on and got my master's in economics and then a Georgetown law degree. Yeah. I understand. I don't care, but I understand. understand. Like, I understand what you were saying to me. I just don't care. Like, yeah. I don't care. And because I don't care, you think that I don't understand when actually you don't understand that I just don't care. Because I might, I understand what you're saying. I'm just not willing to change or do anything about it. Do you understand? I get it. Yeah. Can you name all those degrees? Yeah, again? you like that. <laughs> no, no, though, right? I love. I. Yeah. Uh, I just want to take yeah. your brain out and sapiosexual right there. Man, you know get out! I'm gonna take you to That's that little what it ranch. Is. But it really comes down to it comes down to that. That yes, is my tactic. Is, yeah. My tactic is the listen to you. I understand what I you're just saying, don't care. and I just I understand you are correct. I'm not willing to do anything. So now it's back on you. I some it's like poker. I check. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the type of thing that makes people crazy because I'm like, well, maybe it is me. And then now we're still together. And it's funny because there's a scene in a a movie, Rounders, where the guy keeps going, Matt Damon goes, check, check. And the guy goes crazy because he's checking so much. He's like, check, check, check. Take it. He win all the money. Right? (laughs) And it's like, and a girl was like, that's how you argue. I was like, because I don't argue. Yeah. Because I just don't argue. There's nothing to argue about. You know, when especially when it comes to these fights, I, when I started getting into the entertainment and it was started to take off and things, I was catching a lot of flights. And I was dating this young lady who I really cared about. Yeah. But she wanted to nitpick and argue at times. And I just was like, you know, I can't do this negative energy. Yeah. So she's she's having a conversation with me. And I'm going to the, you know when you're going to catch your flight? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's because you're at home not doing anything. And I'm about to catch a flight. Like, I just don't like right now. Yeah. This is so unimportant to me because I have something real to do to do. Like I need when you're about to catch your flight, there is nothing more real than just catching that yeah. flight. You know, like I'm about to catch a flight and you're just worried about whose picture I liked on Instagram. Yeah. Like I, I don't have time for this. I got to go. Yeah. And that's how I live my life. It's just like these little things are very unimportant. Yeah. Now, there are things that are important and I'd love to address, but uh, most of the time they're not important if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunately that there are people who are emotionally disturbed and hurt. Hurt people hurt people. And important, and Stephen Belafonte, Stefan Belafonte is hurt. Oh, he said anytime you... He has a problem. Any, and they tell you anyway when they're analyzing abusive men and um, psychotic men and men that have the potential to be serial killers, even on the deeper end, they always start with how do they treat animals? 
And animals. I, I can't say that word. I've never been able to. But for you to smash a duck, it, it, that is something that's living, that's breathing with a brick and have no... And that's, that's some their, sociopathic it's behavior. Very, it is. That's the it first is. thing they always analyze. What did they do with these cats and dogs when they were kids? What exactly. did they... You know, and so that lets you know right there that there's something deeper that he has to work on that no woman... You know, where's this anger where women come from? From his mom's auntie, something happened to him, something. But he has to fix that because he he's going to continue to do this. And as long as, you know, women stick around and let him do this. And sometimes, let's be honest, the influence of money and a good life and things like that. Some people will put up with certain things to have those things as well. Oh, yeah. No, nah, uh, Oprah could beat the shit out of me. Listen, I mean, <laughs> let, let's be let's be completely honest here. But I'll tell you something in advice to all women, including yourself and all the women out there. Never date a man or become involved in with a man that you wouldn't be proud to have as your son. Mm. Oh, well then we're back on dating. What do you mean? I, I, if you were my son, I wouldn't, oh my, I wouldn't even have your picture in my wallet. You would be in my wallet. Like who wants to see my baby? Like you are like <laughs> amazing. I, oh. oh my gosh. Oh, Kanisha. You best. would be the, oh, oh, I love it. Yeah. You'd be a great mom. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? With all that breast, you'd feed a whole, like, I'm just saying. Story number five. Star Trek Discovery, which is slated to be a big hit and a star point for lead actress Sonequa Martin-Green, who plays first officer of the starship and should uh, head her towards stardom. Her character name has been revealed and is controversial to some. First officer Michael Burnham. And there is much discussion on Reddit and blog groups because of the name Michael assigned to a girl. Stating that possibly that in the future, names will be gender neutral. One. Okay. I know girls named Michael. I was. I love when boys have girl names. I love men named Shannon and Shantae. I love when. Yeah. I, I, I always think yeah. it's a cool little. So you would, date a, you would date a guy named Teresa? <laughs> You'd be like. See, now there's some that are. Hey, that Bernice. can be slipped. Like What's Aaron's. Up, there's girl Aaron's, boy Aaron. I feel like some names can Aaron be Aaron with the E is girls. A yeah. is guys. It, it's cute. Sometimes it's cute. Sometimes but not it's all names. A dude named Kanisha is, is not that cracking. And for me. Guys named Stacy. That's a, that's yeah, a there's dudes named Stacy. There's there's a flip. There's usually more girl, I mean men with so-called female. No, I'm not going to say so-called. That's my belief. I believe in gender roles. I, I, I believe that there is a difference between men and women. And So would you date a boy named Cindy? I'm gonna call him Young C. Yo, would you be <laughs> able to introduce this man as Cindy? Would you, if you had a, okay, let's go through girl names that guys have. Kelly. Kelly. Shantae. Sh- I've never heard of Shantae. Oh, I know. My friend's name is Shantae. Shannon, I've heard. Shout out to Sneaker Wars. You said what? Sh- Shannon. Shannon, I've, I've heard. heard Shannon. Um, I've heard, uh, there was another one we, Stacy. Stacy. I know Stacy. I know um, Stacy. I think that's the, the handful of, but would you date a girl? Like, I don't know if I'd be okay with a girl named Tom. Like, Tom. Not Tommy, not because it's cute and it's short for... Yeah, because there's girls named Tommy. Tamaya or something. But no, just, just a Tom. girl named Tom. Derek. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anthony. George. Now we're getting... Frank. George. I don't think... I don't know. <laughs> but that's because... Is that a social construct? Is that how we've started viewing? Of course. We've assigned gen- gender... Don't say we've assignments. assigned uh, science. We, no, Your body we, is different. We have assigned it because language and science are two different things okay so it's interesting because we have assigned names that have gender gender perception okay to them so we've decided that george is a man's name yes and we've decided that sarah is a woman's name yeah we've decided that and we've allowed to perpetuate this now what does that mean i will tell you scientifically something that's very interesting okay 
Languages that have different names for different colors see colors better than languages of people who live in cultures and languages that do not have names for that color. So, for example, they found a tribe in South, a- South America okay. where they didn't have a word for blue. And they could not see blue, even though it was blue. Yeah. They could not see blue. They were indis- They could not distinguish between blue and green because to them it was the same mm. because they did not actually have a word for blue. And this is something that's been scientifically studied throughout and it applies to American cultures and Middle Eastern cultures and European cultures where there's certain words for certain concepts that are not available I get it because if you said draw George, I'm drawing George. I'm going to draw a man. I would never draw a woman. I would draw a man because I have that. But if I didn't know when you told me to draw George, I don't know what the hell I would draw. Exactly. And you had no concept of what a George was. It could have been a stick for all I know. And then. you knew George was a name, but what did George sound it like been my to cap. you? And if you did not know that George is a man's name, so in a culture where George is nothing, yeah, what does that person draw when they say what does George look like? Because th- we do that all the time. Yeah. If I say Shaniqua, you have an idea in your head what a Shaniqua looks like. Yes. But there is no assignment to Shaniqua. Shaniqua, what is, what's in a name? What's in a word? It, it goes back to that. We create these things. So I hope that in the future, names and race and everything is just unbiased. I don't. Why? Because I believe I'm not... I. People could feel however they want to feel about who they are and their brain and things like this. But for me, I'm one of those people that I don't I don't agree or see I'm not in agreement with gender fluid fluidity or however you say it. To me, I'm I can bear children. If not every last person can bear children, and that's one of the gifts of being a woman. That's sure. one of the things that makes us a woman is our scientific makeup, our chromosomes. You cannot tell me that I'm the same as a man. Now, if I'm born in a woman's body and I feel like you know what I identify with men more, and I feel like that's more the life, then yeah, if that's what you choose to do, I uh, live who you feel like you're on the inside. But I am a person that you cannot tell me. That I'm, you're not a woman, and and I have woman parts, and I'm birth. I'm not the same as a man. But see, this is something that I always blame segregation for. Segregation ruined the concept of separate but equal because now we think that separate yes. but equal does not work. But we can be equal and still be yes. different. You are different. I am different. Yes. I will never be able to breastfeed my child. You may have a child and breastfeed it. You may not even be able to have a child even though you have the parts. It doesn't matter. Yes. What I'm saying is different. What I'm saying is in the future, I hope we judge people not on the differences of the boxes oh, of we place them on, but of, of their own difference. So Kanisha's difference is different than Tehran's difference, but not because Kanisha is a woman or because she's mixed or because she's half black or be- because Kanisha is Kanisha and that yes. difference is something oh, that I, I get to that. learn because I will judge you by the content of your character. So that's why I think that it would be a positive thing is if things became more gender neutral and became more racially ubiquitous and things were just not as enforced because being black as opposed to I have more in common with someone who likes the same things I like than I do with someone who happens to be black so me an Asian person and a white guy that all like basketball or playing basketball have more in common than me and a black guy who likes tennis well I get that but when you so say that, that when you say that to me I feel like you lose identity with that I don't all, all, all the 
you know, being black and being a, no, you are those things. Those are your identity. Those are your heritage. I feel like that's wiping out your history. If you go, we're all the same guys. But that's I feel what, like I'm we not should talking about assimilation. Okay. Cause I was like, I'm well, talking we about should, appreciation. Okay. I, I get the appreciation and love everybody as exactly who they are and don't judge anybody on any of those. I get that, but I don't feel like you should take that away because I feel like then you erase who we are and we're not all one race and we're not all one people. And we're not all one gender. And that's what makes us special. And that's what makes us unique. And that's what makes us so different from each other. And I appreciate and I love that. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I do say that that sounds like a great evergreen topic that we should discuss on the show because we do that often. I'm headlines with headliners. Let's get to story number six real okay. quick before we have to go. Story number six, former 49er quarterback and Super Bowl contender Colin Kaepernick is still homeless as far as the NFL goes. Many are saying that it's in retaliation for his kneeling movement yes. during the 2016 season. A Kaepernick who has oftentimes put his money where his mouth is by donating portions of his salary to the Black Lives Matter and other movements is being said to be blackballed by the NFL. Many are calling for a boycott of the upcoming NFL season. Thoughts? I 100% agree that it is has to do with him taking a knee because I remember two years ago when we were playing against them, he had all the praise in the world. This is a, a quarterback that everybody by loved. By we, you mean Seattle? I, no, I'm talking about I. we couldn't stand him. Uh, the only reason why I like Seattle, him now, it, yeah, the Seahawks, right. is because of the knee. But I'm saying prior to this, they kept uh, comparing him to Russell Wilson and how he's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever in his first two years and he did this and he went to the Super Bowl. He was getting all this praise. So for them to turn around and go, well, nobody wants him. The only thing I can think of that has changed is the fact that he took that knee and that he started a movement. And not only that, then he backed it up by supporting Black Lives Matter, by by showing his black love, by growing his hair out, by by making more people aware. And I do feel like it is a black ball situation, but I feel like more of a black ball situation. It's a message like, yeah, let, let y'all try that this season and see what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? The people with uncovering contracts, I feel like it's putting him out there to be like, this is what can happen next. And it's more preventative than more punishment. And that's what I feel like is happening. with That's this. a very interesting perspective. I am not, however, mad at the NFL for doing that. And I'll tell you why. Please tell me why. I'll tell you why. Because the NFL is an organization that's entertainment. And people have to understand that it's entertainment. It's based on ratings. And that there was such backlash against Colin Kaepernick that people were so upset and all the stuff that they were losing those ratings. You know who I'm actually mad at? The black community. Because the fact that we're even having a discussion on it we have to boycott. We are giving up convenience. We're giving up freedom for convenience. No, we should be boycotting the NFL because of this. Because the same way that that people were boycotting Colin Kaepernick because he did this, we should show our strength yes. and our unity and yes. put our money where our mouth is, where this young man has gone and put millions of dollars into movements where, honestly, at this point, he can't even afford it. We should throw our, our unity behind him and yes. say, hey, guess what, NFL? We're not going to watch, and you know what? We're not going to play until you understand that black lives matter. Yes. And that's something we can do. I'm not mad at you for doing what you are doing for your best interest. I'm mad at me for not doing what's Amen. the best for me and my best interest. And that's how I feel about the black community often. I'm not mad at what's going on. I'm mad at what we are doing or the lack of what we are doing to Because they should it. also... the. 
Have y'all watched the NFL game? Do y'all see all the black people play? Like, do you, you know what I'm saying? The, the, we are powerful players. And if you f- act like you're afraid of them, then they can get away with this. But if every player and everybody that would like to stand, I'm like, no, nah, we're not going to, this is not going to work. We're not going to, this is not going to be able to, to work because for me. There is and a I problem. was disgusted, but only two or three people would kneel and only a couple people would kneel. And because they were afraid. They, they were, were afraid, afraid of the consequences. But they're not going to get rid of everybody. That's how they stop it. That's how they make us. And that's how they enslave us. As they, they didn't have to whip every slave. They only had to whip two or three. And the rest of the slaves fell in line. That is a slave mentality. They whip one, two, three, four, five slaves, and the other five, six, seven, eight, nine thousand slaves do nothing about it because they're afraid to be whipped next. And that's a shame. It is. And it's a shame. And it's a shame because I have felt that shame. I have felt that where I was like, ah, and you know what? I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to speak out. And I got punished for it. I went to jail. And you know what? It didn't matter. It was the right thing to yes. do. It's the right thing to do. I record stuff. It's the right thing to do. Black Lives Matter is a real thing. Now, here's the thing. Let's not say, oh, well, all lives matter. I understand. But at this time, we've seen what's happening to black lives in this country. And as black human beings, it is our responsibility to stick up for one another as a community. And we need to figure yes. that out. And I appreciate that young men like Colin Kaepernick has put their necks out on the line for the rest of us. Now it's our turns to to turn around and do the same. Now, then again, it's also okay. easy for me to say that because I don't watch the NFL. You, you don't watch but the NFL, but I also want to say what's what's it's I very won't be important. Watching it's even very a important for us to stand up, but it's also important for for people that are non-black that even are on more. the NFL to go. You know what? They're right. This isn't right because they have to stand up for injustice. They have to see their people watching them stand up for injustice and and go. You know what? I'm in agreement with this. I'm in green for justice. For justice. Whatever that's, it is. It, that's all that's justice. all we're asking for. Justice is regular everywhere. old justice. And and here's the that's thing, it. we see a lot of it. We see a lot of it, especially when you go to these Clinton rallies and these rallies against Trump and all these things where people are pointing out, hey, remember remember when this was a problem here? Remember, I hope you're all at the next Black Lives Matter rally, too. Yes. Since you guys care so Because All Lives Matter never show. All them girls are missing. I don't see any All Lives Matter. Things happen. Where's the All Lives Matter? Because that is just a... a to counter Black Lives Matter. That's it. That's all it's there for is to make us look crazy as hell. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's how you take away people's powers by making them sound crazy. And Colin Kaepernick, yes. whether I like him or don't like him, he's one heck of an athlete. And I hope he finds a home because he deserves yes, to he be in the NFL by far. So when you see someone like uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Menzel and they keep giving him second and third chances, and then someone like Colin Kaepernick can't find a home because he had one subpar season coming off and kneeling, I have a problem with that. There's a lot of subpar uh, great athletes, albeit, but not the caliber of their contract in the NFL. And then there's a young man like him who's basically only crime is not conforming. And how do you have the, the, the season of all time that you want me to have when I'm steadily getting hate mail, I'm getting death threats, I'm watching my city fall apart, people are being upset, there's so many things going on, you're watching black men get killed every day and all you want to do is stand up for justice and you're getting hit with so many things, yeah, it, it's my job, but that shit is on my heart, it's heavy to just go out here and play for a stadium full of people who are who hate me right now on top of that just for speaking up for injustice. And that's how it goes down. Yes. Uh, 
Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And that is us. And that is it for Headlines with Headliners this week. I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran all across the social atmosphere. And of course, I have... Hey, Kanisha is comedy on everything. Please look me up. All Dev Digital, Everybody Digital, SiriusXM. And do me a favor and go to sneakerwars.com. And I want y'all to look like me and post your pictures in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And of course, there's Nate Jackson, Mr. Nate Jackson. Find him, love him, show him your love. We miss you, Nate. We'll see you next next week ladies and gentlemen please in the comments below let us know what you think yes and what you would like us to talk about we'd love to hear from you we appreciate it from this week till next week we'll see you like share subscribe from executives kevin undergaro dario Kristen, tiana hobson and the entire bhl staff we would like to thank you for supporting black hollywood live the first online broadcast network dedicated to african-american entertainment for questions and comments contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i am the official voice of black hollywood live Scipio, instagram at king xo bay thanks for tuning in the views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of bhl or its owners or principals